Welcome to Sophia's Choice, the Golden Girls podcast designed to help you run out the clock on humanity's last stand. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so now we finally have our mission statement. Exactly. Exactly. So late in the game, I wish I had known. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my name's Brent, and I'll be in charge of this week's Sunny Funk Escapade. Uh, joining me with his patented slow-mo epiphanies is Ski. Huh? <laughs> and joining us with the teen-hearted whimsy that's always been at the center of his appeal is Alan. Hello. <laughs> In the interest of full disclosure, I should probably point out that this introduction is heavily indebted to Rolling Stone magazine in the recap of the fourth best album of 2023, Little Yachty's Let's Start Here. Ah. <laughs> Although Rolling Stone feels that Little Yachty delivered this year's most brilliant reinvention, we're in no danger of having that charge leveled against us. <laughs> this week, you'll get a recap, a brief discussion of the episode's MVP, and a rating of the episode that'll fall somewhere between one and eight. In and, theory. Yep. So let's sit back and listen to Alan as he up shifts from pop rap naif to psychedelic explorer. <laughs> Alan? I mean, it's 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 a, a move that I've made so many times, <laughs> <laughs> so it should be pretty easy for me. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, so today we're going to be going over Golden Palace episode 21, Tad. Yeah. Uh, it's a nice short episode, or short uh, name for the episode. Yeah, yeah. But before I get into the episode, you know, I've... Just the last character, it's Tab. Yes. <laughs> Soda is forgotten as Blanche's brother. <laughs> oh, now you totally ruined it. People hadn't watched the episode, now they had no idea who Tad was. I assume you have a spoiler warning at the start. <laughs> You're right. I mean, this episode only came out 30 year, 31 years ago mm-hmm. at this point, yeah. so... Um, you know, no have... warning whatsoever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In fairness, I had not watched it before I watched it for this episode. Yeah. <laughs> so there are, I'm sure, yeah. some people at least listening that are only, you know, yeah. hearing about it for the first time now. So how do you feel about the fact that the differential between today and this episode dropping is comparable to the difference between this episode dropping and the Kennedy assassination? Oh, uh, so... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I feel confused at this point. All right, so... Like three weeks, four weeks. No, I'm saying like Kennedy was shot in '62, yeah. and this episode came out in '93, so that's oh, 31 okay. years. So how? Okay, now I understand. And Sorry. Behind, you know, 31 yeah. years prior to that, right? It seems weird to me that it was that big of a time difference. In all honesty, um, like, doesn't it feel like because Kennedy being assassinated was such a big, you know, obviously one of the probably the top. I wasn't born yet. Ten, well, <laughs> it's one of the top ten things that happened in probably American history. Would you say, or like ten most? widely known or influential yeah. type thing. It's real high up there anyway. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, it's definitely up there with like the Masked Singer. In there. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it just seems odd to me that, uh, I don't know, that doesn't feel like it would have happened so far before our births, does it? Mm. Doesn't it feel like that was something that would have happened Yeah, uh, yeah. closer to when we were born or even possibly in our lifetimes, but just like yeah. when we were a little, really little or something? Yeah. Um, that's, I think, the thing that is surprising in the juxtaposition of it. Yeah. But it's also gross that when I think about it now, I'm like, you know what? There's only 16 years difference, um, <laughs> you know, between when that happened and when we were born. <laughs> and so that's pretty disgusting, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that, that thing happened, you know, 60 plus years ago. Oh, and yeah. we're not that far off from, Absolutely. you know. We're closer to that than we are to birth. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, exactly. Uh, Anyways, uh, <laughs> is it, yeah, it's like, I don't know, so it's like the equivalent to like, you know, four Foo Fighter albums <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> or something, you know. 
So, uh, well, before we jump into this episode, um, would you guys like to hear some listener interactions? If we have some, it'd yeah. be great. It's I mean, been I like sort of. It's been fallow the yeah. last few weeks. Yeah, I've been holding on. We, don't get me wrong. I'll be honest. There aren't a lot. Um, <laughs> Not 189. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> but there are a few, and I have been kind of holding on to them just because I, I knew that this week my recap is a little light on content, um, which you know probably would be appreciated by a lot of people <laughs> but as long as it's not light on laughs yeah exactly so it'd probably be both <laughs> it's a one-to-one ratio <laughs> right um, well i did want to mention that uh, we got a, a, a i'm not sure what you would call this i'm not sure what it would be considered but um my sister-in-law uh becky Oh, yeah. Um, she posted a check out my brother-in-law and his two friends, Sophia's Choice Podcast. Oh, nice. That may be what gave us this recent bump. You never know. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, we did have... Uh, as a, there's no questions. Because that was six days ago, so that was when we had this giant bump, so nice. maybe she has a really good following, <laughs> and then all of a sudden... Is she an influencer, and I just didn't know this? Or? N- not that I'm aware of, but mm-hmm. she does... She is one of those people that has, you know, like, four digits of... Uh, Facebook friends kind of mm. a thing, I think. Like, I don't know if she's quite that high up, but she has a lot of, you know, people who are like acquaintances and whatnot throughout the years that she, she doesn't go through and edit her list like you do. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, what is your, do you keep it to a tight 100 or? I tried to. I think I'm up to like 111. Okay. I'm 15 now. So. Number, uh, 111? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like Ski's lucky number. Yeah. So. If, um, so, I mean, well, you know, thank you, Becky, you mm. know, and hopefully, you know, you get a nice kickback for promoting it on. Right, yeah. <laughs> She'll get 10% of our profits. <laughs> I meant for promoting it on whatever the thing was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Instagram used to be yeah, like, exactly. promote it on whatever. They don't even ask for that anymore. They don't. <laughs> so, um, well, then we got a couple uh, Got a couple more here, um, short ones, and then I got one longer one. But <laughs> I had uh, on, so our last episode prior to us recording this was the one that came out New Year's Day. Okay. And so when I did, you know, I do a weekly update just to kind of mm-hmm. remind people that it's out. You know, I try to get that weekly update out on the Monday. It comes out occasionally. It'll be a day or two late. But this one I got out on time. So I posted, there's only one resolution that is worth keeping in 2024. Listen to more Sophia's Choice. We hope everyone had a great 2023 and that 2024 is even better. Uh, we've assigned you your resolution. What should ours be? Uh, thank you for listening, and please continue to do so uh, with a new episode of Sophia's Choice available now. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got two replies to that. They were from uh, Lisa no. and Jennifer. Lisa nice. said, Happy New Year's, guys. Lisa, your other sister-in-law? Yes. Um, <laughs> and uh, no, not that Lisa, but I'm sure she'd be a fine sister-in-law if she was married to a brother that I don't have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Ted. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then we also got from Jennifer. She said, "Happy New Year." Nice. So well, thank yeah, you both. Yeah, we appreciate that. No yeah. one, no one well, had any suggestions. To all of our listeners, so I don't do. Have... I was just going to say, no one had any uh, recommendations for what our resolution should be this mm-hmm. year. Um, so I don't know if you had anything you were working on, but uh, no. One, apparently, we're already perfection, so we don't need to have any resolutions. <laughs> we, <laughs> at we least will from have to the... do at least one thing this year. What's that? Determine if this continues or not. Well, yeah, that is uh, that is. Uh, I mean, obviously, it'll be in a different format if it does, but that is a a big thing we'll have to consider mm-hmm. within these next several weeks because mm-hmm. we're not uh, we're not too far off from the end of the golden. Right. You know. I mean, unless we were to go into other tangentially related golden... <laughs> emptiness, know, y'all. Yeah, emptiness or uh, Blossom or, you know, Nurses or something like that. Mm. I don't really foresee us going that direction. I think mm. that's highly unlikely, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but you never know. So, But uh, we'll, we'll, we will try to keep everybody uh, 
well informed uh, yeah. when we make those final choices. Nice. Um, there's something I Jennifer will probably appreciate. So by the time I don't know when we're recording again, but I imagine it won't be within the next two weeks or so. Right? Probably, probably about two weeks from now would be okay. the the plan. Uh, anyways, so like the weekend of the twentieth. Um, I am seeing, not me, but uh, me and my wife and my youngest are going to the um, <clears throat> White River State Park IMAX to see the Queen concert. Oh, very nice. So um, it was, I think it was from 1980 or 1981, something like that. Oh, so very cool. I'll see an 80-foot-tall Freddie Mercury. <laughs> so, <laughs> As it was in life. Exactly. <laughs> um, I just hope he doesn't, like, you know, open his mouth and give Cassidy nightmares for the rest of her life. <laughs> Well, I hope that you guys have a really good time with that. Yeah, yeah. We have one other message, and this one is a nice one uh, from Mario. Oh, hey, Mario. I yeah. was thinking about him the other day. Yeah, he's great. He's always one of our nicest listeners. Yeah. Um, although we have a lot of really nice listeners. We do. Mario certainly is. Not a bag of egg in the bunch. I would agree. Uh, no yucks among our regular exactly. listeners. <laughs> exactly. The only yucks are on this side of the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> But he said, hey, Alan, Happy New Year. I hope you guys had a great holiday season. Just, you too. Just caught up. Your Christmas Day episode was great. Oh, thank you. Uh, people that saw me laugh must have thought I was crazy. <laughs> and he said, about your question of other languages have an equivalent to Hansi. Oh. Um, in Spanish, instead of using the basic adjective ending in OSO slash OSA, you'd finish that version with the adjective with O-N-O-N-A. So someone Hansi uh, would be Tocan or Tocana. So a blabbermouth would be a bocan or a bocana. Hmm, nice. So, so then you guys, yeah, nice. so if you ever want to call someone a blabbermouth mm-hmm. um, or handsy, yeah. we, we now have a couple recommendations nice. um, that we can do so in a way that is, uh, you know, pretty comparable. Exactly. So thank you, Mario. Yeah, both yeah. tocan, bocan. Yeah, yeah. If you're bragging about being handsy, <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> Telling everybody about your handsy nature. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, we, we really appreciate you, Mario. We appreciate the message um, and as well as the information. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, all right. So, do you guys have anything else before I jump into this uh, relatively rapid re- recap? Not currently, but ask me again at the end. Okay, I definitely will. I, <laughs> well, you're going to need to ask me some questions at the end as well. Oh, that's true. I'll be, I'm, I'm the captain now. That's right. Um, this one, again, Golden Palace, uh, episode 21, Tad. It was originally aired on April 16th of 1993, mm-hmm. written by Jamie Wooten and Mark Cherry, oh, yeah. and directed by uh, Peter DeBate, or Bite, or whatever we decided. Yeah. What was the name that we came came to the conclusion, the pronunciation is? I think we went with Bite because we thought he was Dutch. Okay. Uh, well, we got scene... Sounds right to me. I just made that up. I'll <laughs> <laughs> uh, scene one. Uh, that's a good a pizza pie. <laughs> we start off in the kitchen with Sophia serving up some of her almost world famous pizza. Damn you, Mama Celeste! <laughs> Blanche has just returned from seeing her special gentleman friend in Tennessee, but she will not reveal any details about this regularly occurring, but until now, never mentioned rendezvous. Mm-hmm. Chewie and Roland are hard at work eating Sophia's pizza and setting up a B story. Apparently, Miami has a lot of good things going for it, but a good pizzeria is not one of them. Chewie makes a joke about the uh, special brownies that he used to make, and the two agree that they should pay Sophia for her recipe and start selling these pizzas. Mm-hmm. I think they come to the conclusion that it's like a family recipe, so she might be reluctant to give it up. Mm-hmm. And then Chewie mentions $100, and uh, Roland yeah. is like, yeah, I think that would do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's very true, I'm sure. Yeah. 
I mean, they all seem to agree that it's the best pizza they've ever had. Um, seems like it would have been a good option for yeah. her, um, that stand that they had, the condition yeah. kibitz or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. Didn't they try to open a pizza? I know that she was in an advertisement for a pizza mm-hmm. restaurant at one point. Yeah. And that uh, I think Dorothy ended up hitting the person serving the pizza because she was doing such a poor job as being yeah. the <laughs> yeah. the daughter in it. But mm-hmm. um, I don't know. Did you guys have any anything to add to our setup for our A story and mm-hmm. our B story? Do you guys have a go-to pizza topping? Like a sort of default or just sort of... Yeah, I mean, it's got to be pepperoni just because it's so standard. But um, I... I generally like a combo pizza, you know, pepperoni and sausage. Mm-hmm. And my favorite of all pizza is the founder's favorite, Adon, uh, Donato's. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's got pepperoni, sausage, banana peppers. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like there's uh, one or two other things on it, mm-hmm. but it's a good combo of things. Yeah. Donato's has a good mariachi chicken pizza that I really like. Yeah, that's solid, too. It's good. But yeah, I don't know. There's a... As far as anything more exotic, I mean, I guess banana peppers, if I see that on the menu, mm-hmm. then that's something that I will typically like to add. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of really spicy things, and those add a nice flavor without a ton of spice. Yeah. And so I yeah. do have a little backstory. Oh, do you? So you made the comment that uh, Cheech Marin had commented on his uh, brownie recipe. Right, yeah. Most people don't know this, but <laughs> Cheech Marin was actually more famous for his role as in Cheech and Chong. Really? They, which they which were, one was he? The what? Which one was he? I'm not sure. I'm not, <laughs> not Some expert. <laughs> I didn't claim to be an expert. I'm just, I know a little you know, side knowledge. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but apparently, catch this, uh-huh. it's a little randy, but uh, they uh, they experimented with illegal substances in that series. Like what kind of illegal? Like are you talking about like you, meats of exotic animals? Or? Possibly. Okay. Possibly. You and I have different definitions of randy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it would have definitely, dandy has a whole different connotation to it, too. Because dandy would then mean that you were endorsing it, and ski is someone who does not endorse uh, illegal recreational activities. Well, I don't know, I've never tried illegal meat mm-hmm. salad. <laughs> 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 tried many, many a meat, but <laughs> all of them have been fully above board. Mm-hmm. At least to my knowledge. Yeah. It's, um, it all goes back to that PSA he saw when he was a kid. It's like, and this is your face on meth. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it really stuck with him. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Well, uh, we move over to the lobby and we find yep. out that this will be a very special episode indeed. Okay. Did you have something more you wanted to add before we go to the lobby? No, I'm good. All right. Well, a man enters and asks for Blanche. Mm-hmm. It turns out that this is the ever-present but never-mentioned Tad mm-hmm. visiting from Chattanooga. Yep. He took a taxi to get there, and the driver is owed over $700, mm-hmm. which I feel like, reasonable. as we learn, well, <laughs> it is reasonable, honestly, but I also would feel like that it would be illegal, because <laughs> don't you feel like that Tad, I don't know, he is fairly obviously, um, well, impaired. yeah, exactly, and so I feel <laughs> like that that taxi driver, there could be a big case made of, like, we're not going to pay you because you're just taking advantage yeah. of somebody in, in this circumstance, but yeah. I don't know. I mean, that said, he can absolutely hold a conversation and everything like that. So in a limited capacity, yeah. you would definitely be able to you know, <gasps> not know. Yeah. But I feel like that very within the, ride on the way there. <laughs> 10 hours, 12 hours from Tennessee down to mm-hmm. Miami. Oh, I bet that's a 16-hour drive. Oh, you're right. Yeah, Miami's way down at the yeah. southern tip. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, you probably got five hours in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's true. I wasn't thinking about that aspect. Yeah. But. Uh, well, anyway... Uh, it becomes quickly apparent that Tad has an intellectual disability, and he has a, a pleasant disposition and a love of cartoons. Or I said that his 
obviously has an intellectual disability as he has a pleasant disposition and a love of cartoons. Yeah, that's right. I would say it's pretty fair to say anybody that has a pleasant disposition and loves cartoons probably has an impairment. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if any of us... Ski has a pleasant disposition and a like of cartoons. I don't know if he has a love of cartoons. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Really? I, I draw cartoons. Okay, fair enough. Okay, then Ski qualifies. Yeah. I was, I was going to say, like... I drop a lot of Simpsons references on here. That's true. But luckily, nobody's accused me of a pleasant disposition. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm also in the clear. I feel like I have a pleasant disposition, um, but I wish that that pleasant disposition permeated more to my actual soul. Mm. <laughs> like, I feel like it's mostly an act. I feel mm. like I'm really good at being pleasant, but yeah. there's like, you know... I wouldn't say like a darkness inside of me, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> despair. That's the word I'm looking for. A despair inside of me that I don't think comes through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Us. Keep that on we hidden. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think you're very nice. Oh, thank you. <laughs> There's that pleasant disposition I was talking about. <laughs> I thought he was going to follow it up with for me to poop on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, well, the uh, the talk, the shocking twist is that Tad is not Blanche's friend or paramour, but in fact her brother. Uh, They're from the South, though. Couldn't he be both? <laughs> fair, too. He could be all three. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rose asks Blanche why she never mentioned having another brother, and Blanche replies that you don't talk about these things in the South. You whisper about them. Rose implores Blanche to let Tad stay for the weekend, and she reluctantly agrees. Tad's first request is to meet the dolphins, noting that Blanche knows a bunch and has touched every one of them. Oh, that was pretty funny, because obviously <laughs> yeah. Blanche is referring to the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was a solid line. I thought he meant every single uh, animal of the species. Oh, he did. <laughs> I mean, that would be, I'm sure that is what he meant. <laughs> but, Orca. Yeah. Technically a dolphin. Did you know that? I did not know that. <laughs> like the whale? Yeah. <laughs> But no, whales. like the dolphin. Gotcha. <laughs> I didn't realize orcas were mammals. You say you didn't know they were mammals? Yeah, orcas. So we learn something new every week from Ski. Uh-huh. We do. We do. Highly <laughs> important, yeah. Maybe next week he can teach about astronomy. I'm a little vague on planets and moons. It's funny because Ski has this nature about him. When he's teaching, <laughs> when he's telling kids about things, like he would have been a really good school teacher, other than the fact about the pretty young thing. thing yeah, he but, couldn't pass the clearance check. Yeah. But outside of that, like, because he does have like an energy about him when he's telling kids about, you know, facts and whatnot, mm-hmm. that I think he'd be very engaging as a yeah. teacher. When he's telling adults about things, it's a little less of excitement and more like, Matter of fact, where you feel a little stupid. <laughs> you should really know this. <laughs> yeah. I apologize. Like, well, because that's how a moon is. Moons can have volcanoes, Brent. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm, just, uh, I'm just messing with you, Ski. You, you don't really come across as condescending or anything like that. It, once in a great while, but I think when you do, it's intentional because you're irritated about the constant haranguing that you get <laughs> from the two of Really, from your entire friend group. <laughs> well, uh, Tadra asks Rose if she knows what a dolphin feels like, and she says, No, but my room is right next to Blanche's, so I know what they sound like. That's an awesome line. Yeah. So, we, so Tad's staying in town, but we didn't get anything more, I don't think, from the B story. We didn't learn any more about Chewie and uh, Roland trying to you know, get Sophia's mm-hmm. recipe in that, that scene. But 
Scene three, okay. we, we move back to the kitchen, right. and Sophia's trying to figure out how to dodge a wrench. As you, know, <laughs> as you know, if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball, and she is playing dodgeball with death. Yep. <laughs> so. I think the same goes true for a car. <laughs> oh, man, I should really pull this up here. Just a second, guys. I need to uh, interject something into this uh, this episode. I don't know if he said this specifically. Give me just a sec. Who's the he in the sentence? What's that? Who is the he in the sentence? You don't know if he said this. Uh, well, the he in the sentence, you'll you'll figure it out in just a moment. Okay. Chewie gets a little tokan <laughs> 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 with, uh, uh, damn it. Chewie gets a little handsy and starts trying to uh, pry the pizza recipe from Sophia's nearly cold dead hands. Uh-huh. Uh, Sophia agrees to let him have it, but seems reluctant. Uh, they walk let out. Let him have it. Yes. Okay. <laughs> They walk out, and Blanche, Rose, and Tad walk in. Blanche leaves, and Rose and Tad start folding napkins and talking about cartoons. Tad likes Scooby-Doo, Tiny Toons, and Muppet Babies. Mm-hmm. Although he says Muppet Babies in an odd way. He really does. Uh, but uh, Rose offers to take Tad out for the day. Tad agrees, saying, I don't care what my sister says. I think you're really smart. Mm-hmm. And Rose replies, this is probably my favorite line, uh, yeah. thank you. I don't care what your sister says either. I think she's in her early 60s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like, she is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tad refers to Blanche as a beautiful creature, delicate, fragile, and exquisite, the fairest flower in God's garden. I was hoping that would be my introduction this week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, if I was doing it, then perhaps I would have. Um, yeah, you could have done, definitely added yourself. Yeah. I could have, but I had, I had two things I wanted to do for the introduction, and time was running out. Right. <laughs> that little yachty was this week. Well, uh, Rose asked if she made him memorize that also. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was a pretty solid interaction. I, did, I thought it was two. really, really funny. Um, Helena was watching with me earlier, and she sort of stepped into the kitchen for a moment, and mm-hmm. I was like, you got to hurry, this next line's good, because <laughs> I really liked it. Um. <laughs> Do you feel like, I mean, I guess we'll get into this. I won't ask a question yet, but do you have anything to add to the scene? Um, no, nothing to the scene. I hope I hope we talk about it, but I definitely think Ned Beatty is the poor man's Paul Dooley. I think that's fair. Yeah. yeah. Um, I know that you have a situation coming up in a future episode about someone who you didn't realize initially had a checkered past. Uh-huh. Sometimes I worry that I don't check into our guest actors fast uh, yeah. enough, or, you know, yeah. really, I guess it's it's inconsequential. If it's not yeah. something I know about, then it was probably minor enough, yeah. or far yeah. enough back in time that no one else is going to really think about it so either. So, Mel Gibson appeared, and you're like, yeah, yeah he had several appearances. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. He was for Braveheart. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. There was uh, already a Mel Gibson in the guild, so he used Earl Bowen. That's the same. <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, we finished off Act 1 with Blant tucking Tad into bed and Tad revealing that he's not going back to Chattanooga because he's in love with Rose. Real quick, though, um, before she did that, like we see her like getting him dressed and buttoning up his shirt and mm-hmm. taking off his slippers. And I don't know, that whole thing was like, yeah, that's the South. <laughs> A little too familiar? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Well, cause it, and then she like, hops in bed with him. And sort of, I just didn't like the whole thing. Yeah, I don't know. It's awkward, but I mean, Tad definitely has like a very childlike innocence yeah, to him. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the way it's viewed. It does make me wonder, though. Like, do the orderlies and whatnot at the place he, the facility he normally lives at, mm-hmm. do they do that same kind of a routine, or is that just when Blanche is in town that he well, gets the he special all the way treatment? To freaking Miami, I think he's at least partly capable of doing. Oh some yeah, stuff. yeah, that's true too. Maybe yeah. she just likes to take care of the back seat and said, "Take me to Miami." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be a real long drive, sir. 
That's fine. <laughs> Blanche will pay. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think you'd have liked the episode better if instead of casting Ned Beatty, they'd have cast Corky? No. <laughs> <laughs> For one, Corky would have been much younger. <laughs> like, he would have been Brant Blanche's young kid brother at the time. <laughs> Big Daddy was active all his life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, and I don't think that would have, for one, I did enjoy the episode, I'll say that much, but oh, okay. I don't think I would have enjoyed it more with, uh, I mean, Corky. I think I think that Ned Beatty was an excellent Tad no, okay. overall. No, you did mention when we talked the other day that uh, you kind of wished you'd included more uh, references to uh, Deliverance. Yeah. Did you have anyone you wanted to drop in or no, I mean, throughout? I, I just kind of wondered how much, you know. I feel like I should have at least somewhere in this recap mentioned Squeal Like a Pig, mm. but it just feels really uncouth with the character <laughs> that Tad is playing. Yeah. yeah so, or yeah, the no, character that's Ned Beatty's playing. Probably a good point. Yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, I did, just finishing up the scene, I just said I don't like where this is going. Yeah. I think bad, bad Blanche is about to turn into worse Blanche. Yeah. This is definitely my <laughs> least favorite Blanche ever. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Pretty low on my list, too, but I don't know if I'd say least. Mm. I can't she think just of owned her daughter almost previously for gaining some pounds, right? Yeah, but that was a, a temporary thing, you know. This is a yeah, lifelong thing. Yeah, it's been going on for decades. Yeah. Well, our next scene is in the Especially kitchen. Especially since, like, it's not just her. It's also, like, whenever Clayton or Virginia visit, she's like, by the way, mum's the word on Tad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. She's got the... Well, it's almost like she doesn't. That's the thing. It's almost like she doesn't have to say mom's work because they already know we don't talk about Tad. Uh, Like Tad is Bruno to this family. It's true. Um, So the whole thing is, I may have to adjust my score after Mm. looking at it through that lens. Mm -hmm. But we'll see. Well, our next scene is in the kitchen where all our regulars are gathered together. Did she have something? Uh, Oliver's missing. Oh well, (laughs) (laughs) I almost put that in there. (laughs) To whom? Uh, System. Rose offers Blanche a slice of cheesecake, and Blanche says, not so fast, Rose. So Rose repeats it in slow motion, which was a pretty good little yeah, gag. I had that as my favorite line. Um, Blanche chides Rose for convincing her to let Tad stay, and then Roland asks why she kept him a secret. Blanche isn't the only one with the secret. Chewie was a porn star. Roland loves Helen Reddy. Rose once stole candy, killed a clerk, and was born a man. Mm-hmm. Sophia Rovals, uh, reveals that Dorothy ate her twin sister while in the womb. <laughs> so, a lot of good reveals there. Yeah. <laughs> um, out of those, the, what would you say is the most shocking reveal? That Chewie was an extra in a porn, that Roland loves Helen Reddy, mm-hmm. that uh, all of Rose's things were lies. Yeah, um, I would say. <laughs> and that uh, Dorothy ate her twin sister in the womb. So we're discounting Rose's because they're not true? Let's at least discount killed the clerk. Okay. Um, so I would say her being born a man okay, would, would be the, the biggest, biggest reveal. Yeah. Fair enough, yeah. Like if you were to say, if she would have said that she was born with a tail, I'd be like, that makes sense. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, what if we include killed the clerk? Is killed the clerk or born a man the bigger reveal? Uh, born a man. Okay. That's fair, I suppose. Um, well, really one goes with the other because men are much more... Uh, Aggressive due to testosterone levels, so killing the clerk would have been, you know, fall in line with having been a man. No, oh, having a little higher <laughs> testosterone. So, so you think men are just predisposed to killing clerks? Indeed, yes. So the fact that I've not killed a clerk means you think I'm less of a man. <laughs> I mean, he's not. Clark, he didn't say it, but you did. <laughs> <laughs> so he didn't have to. What's, what's your count, Alan? I mean, countless at this point. <laughs> it's too high, but you know, sometimes. Here's the thing, Brent, and you'll learn this one of these days. 
All you have to do is kill a couple clerks and the rest get in line. Okay. <laughs> so. It becomes so simple after yeah. a while. <laughs> you really that first one, it'll really set you back a little bit. You know, <laughs> like you'll you'll struggle over it, but believe me, the more you get, the less it affects you. Mm, gotcha. I gotta be honest, my mom and dad pushed me in my first kill and uh, <laughs> you know, after that though, it's just been second nature. Yeah. Gotcha. That's why Ski gets ten cents off at the pump. <laughs> that free gas station he goes to, but all right, well, we're moving back to the kitchen now. Uh, Chewy is doing a... Uh, <laughs> they give him the 10-cent discount because they know he's the one who's clearing out the hitchhikers out front. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> they call him the cleaner. Exactly. Um, <laughs> the janitor. Like, the janitor. <laughs> that's right. He's like just working towards his dream. Exactly. Exactly. I guess I wasn't you know, as clear on the details of my <laughs> yeah. proposed idea. They don't see him again, so they're just assuming he's killing him. Yeah. <laughs> If he ever does become a serial killer, I hope we can nickname him the janitor. <laughs> I hope there's some way that we can tie that in. Mm-hmm. So. All right, well, Chewie's doing a ceremony to take over Sophia's pizza recipe. Uh, Chewie tells Sophia that uh, he was planning to use the recipe to make money, but now he feels like he's part of the family. Mm-hmm. Sophia says that he is, but adding that if he reveals the recipe, that he will have his balls cut off. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the exact phrase, but it's that is the um, illusion anyway. That, um. He was like, hey, will you call me Pussycat? Because he's trying to go full Dorothy. Oh, that's right, yeah. She's like, absolutely. It's on my recipe, and I'll have you neutered. That's right. Very good. Thank you for remembering that. Actually, I thought she asked if she could call him Pussycat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But sure. So that she could set up her own line. Gotcha. Yeah. That's right. Um, well, we're in the dining room now. Uh, Tad gives Rose a rose because her name is Rose. Oh. Rose starts to let Tad down easy, but Blanche comes, comes in and blurts out that Rose doesn't love him. Tad has a breakdown, and Roland rushes in to calm him down and takes him to the kitchen. I would love to say everybody is very calm and familiar, given that Tad has been there for one day, maybe two. Mm-hmm. Um, like yeah. he really has ingratiated himself very quickly with the uh, mm-hmm. with he, the rest of the. He's the new Oliver. Yeah, apparently so. <laughs> I think everybody can agree that we like Tad better than Oliver. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, well, Rose. except Oliver's mom, who now has him back. That's true. <laughs> She's like, gosh, dang it. Last we heard. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe she treated him like a clerk. <laughs> Took care of business. Yeah. <laughs> well, Rose and Blanche have an argument about why Blanche has kept Tad a secret and the fact that Blanche is ashamed of him. After a heated back and forth, Blanche admits that she is ashamed of him and storms out of the room. So, yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. Probably worse Blanche. The worst Blanche that we've had so yeah. far. Yeah, I agree. And reread my own recap. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's this is the worst, the worst for Blanche. I made some solid points here. Yeah. Well, it's not just that she <coughs> had a misconception. It's the fact that she cops to feeling ashamed of her brother for his yeah. his disability. Like that's yeah. Like it's. She's like, "This is wrong, but what you gonna do?" <laughs> like she could say, "Like this is just the way it always was." Like we were told to never talk about that, and I was just doing. Like, with that, you'd be like, okay, that was just Blanche having the wrong idea because of the way she was raised. Yeah. But the shame aspect of it, that adds a whole different layer to it, <laughs> that it's not yeah, just brings, like... it brings her culpability in. Yeah. But, um, well, anyway, uh, our uh, next scene, our final scene, has, well, our final regular scene has is in the lobby with Blanche getting ready to take Tad to the bus station. Tad says goodbye to Roland, and then Rose asks if she can say goodbye to him. Rose gives Tad a Valentine and tells him that you give a Valentine to someone you think is very special and that means the and that means the world to you. Tad, being frugal, regifts the Valentine to Blanche. Uh, Blanche well, he's is got a hefty uh, taxi. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> to work off. 
Uh, Blanche is touched, uh, realizes the error in her ways, and then offers for Tad to come visit much more often and agrees to watch cartoons with them. Mm -hmm. I think she says something like she would do anything that Tad wanted, and that's what he ultimately asks her to do. And she still seems so reluctant. It's the easiest thing in the world to sit on a couch and watch a TV show. (laughs) Allow it to happen. Yeah, Yeah, even if it's something you're not into. it. Again, that's kind of bad on Blanche, too. It's like, you've been going to visit him once a month for his whole life, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you've never sat down and just watched him cartoons? Well, yeah. I mean, he specifically says, hey, Rose, you're the first person to ever talk about cartoons with me. Yeah. It just seems like such an easy thing. Um, but Yeah. Anyways. That would, would well, be like you saying you were the first person to ever talk about how badly the Colts did last night with me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the Colts played a very fine game last night. They just had a bad uh, last uh Last play. (laughs) (laughs) I will not let that stand, dear besmirchment. (laughs) I woke up this morning and saw the headline, and I was like, oh, I'm glad we waited. (laughs) Um, Well, as the credits roll, uh, we see Rose accepting the fact that she has no big secret, nothing to hide. She then comments on an article about aliens that Chewie is reading, but her response is not in any language that we know of in this planet mm-hmm. yeah, you guys don't uh, or moon. Uh, <laughs> uh, this may dr- you may draw your own conclusions. Yeah. I mean, it was silly, but it was kind of a funny little ending yeah, to it. Yeah. I think she was like bleep blop blork or something, something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and then she's like, I think Chewie's like, "What did you say?" And she's like, oh, "I said that's ridiculous." Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so that ended our episode. Uh, so yeah. we do have one guest actor to mention. That's uh, Ned Beatty, of yeah. course, an excellent guest actor. Yeah. Played Tad Hollinsworth. Mm-hmm. 241 titles for him, his only golden appearance. Um, mm-hmm. He did the voice of Lotso in Toy Story 3. Yeah. General Ed Shepard in uh, Thunderpants. Mm-hmm. Um, six episodes of Roseanne as Ed Connor. Yeah. He was in the 1990 Captain America. Mm-hmm. He was in Back to School, Superman, and Superman 2 as Otis. Mm-hmm. Ned- my favorites. Yeah. Uh, Network, All the President's Men, and of course, uh, best known, I would say, uh, from Deliverance as Bobby. Oddly enough, so that movie came out in 72, he was 35 at the time, and Mm -hmm. that's his first credit. So Mm -hmm. that was like his introduction to the acting world, at least motion, you know, like television or motion picture acting. Yeah, Yeah. 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 He's definitely hung around since. Oh yeah, I mean, he had a very successful career post that. So do you think he was sort of like a... Hey, Mom. Hey, Dad. Good news, bad news. Good, <laughs> good news is I booked myself a major motion picture. Bad news is I prefer you didn't watch it. <laughs> yeah. It's like with Mr. Burt Reynolds. I'm like, wow, exactly. Burt Reynolds. <laughs> exactly. Can we go to the premiere? No. Nope. <laughs> nope. So, man, Otis, though, that's a character. Mm-hmm. It's one of the best parts about those two movies. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. It's been a long time since I've seen either of those, and I don't think I've ever seen the Richard Donner cut. Oh, uh, but so good. Is it significantly better yeah. than the regular cut? Um, kinda. Okay. Like it just sort of depends, I okay. guess. I think that because they sort of cobbled it together, you know. And and real quick, it's just the it's the second one that has the Donner right, cut, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's okay. I think I prefer the original, I guess, okay. but. The um like the international cut though of the first one is definitely like the best version. It's okay. like three and a half hours long or something. Oh wow! So if you were going to choose as far as director's cuts go, do you think your Daredevil director's cut is your mm-hmm. biggest as far as uh, yeah. improvement from original oh, to definitely? So more so than the Zack Snyder cut? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow! Well, I have to watch both. Oh, it's so good that director's cut of Daredevil. That's the only version you need to watch. As far as I'm concerned. 
But yeah, so I don't have anything Probably else. Billy uh, kind of been applicable before you watch it. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know what his opinions are. It's, yeah. I don't know. It's good stuff. Um, Did you see that the MCU officially made the Daredevil show canon? Oh, the Netflix one? Yeah. Nice. Did yeah. they make the Defenders and the others canon I'm not well? sure if they did the rest. I just saw the headline that fans rejoiced because they did. Because, you know, Charlie Cox was really good as Daredevil. Yeah. And, of course, they've well, they already... brought him in. Yeah. 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 She-Hulk him and Kingpin. Mm-hmm. So, yes, yeah, so I'm glad to see that it's officially part of the canon now. Yeah. I think I've got two, three episodes left of What If, mm-hmm. season two. I'm so far behind. I... Is the season three out yet? No, just the second season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've I got... don't watch season uh, Loki season two either. Oh, it's so good! It's probably one of the top five best things they've done. Yeah. Wow! Yeah, I have Loki season two. I have Echo. I haven't <laughs> seen watched that yet. Well, it doesn't come out till tomorrow. Oh, okay. So, so you're good. Okay, well, good deal. So then I'm only behind Loki season two yeah. as well as what is. Echo is so. one of the like hinge people, right? Well, like, she, sort of. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she was part of um, Hawkeye. King. Yeah, and Hawkeye. Yeah. 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 So yeah, worked for Kingpin. Yeah. Um, and then we kind of find out they had a. Family bond. Doesn't she have like a you know, missing leg or something like that? <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, she has a prosthetic leg. Yeah, I couldn't remember what and she diffed. Mm-hmm. I don't think people would understand what you mean when you say she diffed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's different. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I started to say diff. diff. No, she is. She's uh, hearing impaired. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, now you get it? <laughs> no, I just remember. I remember. <laughs> so. So. But yeah, I don't have anything else for this one. All right. Um, so who was your MVP ski? Well, I believe it was Chewie, actually. Because mm, he, he needed the win. He was due for one. <laughs> he needed the win. <laughs> no, I thought the way he... He got know, a win. He got a pizza and an adopted mother. You know, yeah. yeah, I thought his interaction with Sophia was sweet. and mm-hmm. I like the fact that he kind of recanted his, like... Self, more selfish, like ideas. To, you, to profit off the recipe. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know, like why? Yeah. Go ahead. It would be selfish if you were going to share the recipe, like outside of the company. But yeah. I don't think Sophia's ever been the type that be, you know, yeah, that held a grudge against someone making a profit off something. I yeah. think as long as like she and possibly Dorothy or whatever were cut in on the profits. Mm-hmm. Like she wouldn't want him going to just sell the recipe immediately yeah. to another chain. Like if right. he took the recipe over to the Mecca hotel. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but, but if, if he was the one making the pizzas and selling them. Yeah. And I mean, she's his co-chef or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that Sylvia really would have had an issue with that yeah. family recipe. Yeah. You know, I mean, that was the whole thing. Like they're going to cook a little bit of Italian, a little bit of Mexican. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're sharing recipes back and forth. Right. The onus was sort of on her to share that recipe <gasps> previously. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Oh. Did so you, have... you? Oh, for me, mine was, uh, mine went to Tad. I thought he, really? uh, Ned Beatty did a really good job yeah. in that role. I thought it was handled with, um, you know, a reasonable amount of sensitivity for the time. Um, All right. You know, not by today's standards necessarily, but I feel like that, you know, I feel like Ned did a good job of not, um, I don't know. I'm not making fun of the character. Okay. Uh, working yeah. within probably what they gave him to work with, and and yeah, doing a decent portrayal of what he was given. Okay, I'll I'll agree with that. Um, and I'll go and go with Tad as well then, just because. Yeah. I mean, after getting shot down by Rose, he needed the win. <laughs> he did. He did. Obviously, shot I, down by Rose. What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah, like, she's not seen The Bachelor. She doesn't. Of, uh, <laughs> well, so, yeah, that too. But yeah. yeah. So, all right. Um, so we got one chewy, two tads, and then do you have a number of slices of cheesecake you'd give it? Yeah, I, I'll tell you, I had a higher rating than this initially, but 
after us discussing how bad, bad Blanche actually is and me not being clouded by, you know, I don't know, liking some of the other aspects of the episode, I'm going to downgrade it to a 3.5. Oh, wow. oh, that's still way too high, I think. <laughs> I was just going to give it a 1. Oh, really? wow. Wow, you're right in the toilet. I have five. I'm not in the toilet. My review of the episode's right in the toilet. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, your opinion of it is right in the toilet, not that you're in the toilet. <laughs> I'm not like, oh, Brent's taking a dump right now while he's doing this podcast. <laughs> Did you say 3.5 for you? I said 5.5. 5.5. Yeah, I, I kind of liked his character that much. Really? I, I, was, uh, I don't know. I, I liked the fact that the uh, entire staff kind of ingratiated himself to him. Mm. Yeah, everybody I else think. was good besides Blanche, but yeah, Blanche was, was so bad. So yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I I think maybe per, you're giving it a five point five because you've never seen the cautionary tale that is the other sister. Uh-huh. <laughs> you have, yeah, and yet you're still giving it a five point five. That's what I put it down as. I mean, oh, okay. are you saying I need to lower it? This is yeah. the hill that. Listen, we've made it so far, Brent, and I feel like that the things were the hills that you've died on before are ones that are. Um, recoverable <laughs> so i think you should keep your opinions of the other sister to yourself because right. <laughs> that bit is one that you don't want to stick with <laughs> okay. fair enough all right so we've given slices given mvps <laughs> um do you guys have anything else that you wanted to contribute or add uh, no nothing at this point well, sure our love secrets daniel do what well sure sure our love secrets daniel that's from the other sister Okay. Am I right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, that's why I wanted to contribute something. That's why I wanted to contribute. <laughs> I'm gonna start thinking of Ski as the poor man's Giovanni Rabisi. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought you'd consider him the poor man's uh, Juliet yeah, Lewis. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'd be better looking at least. Yeah. Well, we um the other day, well, this is the other day. This is maybe a few months back. We watched the other sister with our kids. Okay. Because it's one that Sharon and I we watched several times. I don't know if it was. It must have been something that was on like a cable channel or something, or we watched it a bunch at a certain point in time. And there were several of the lines that we, I don't know, just kind of became part of our vernacular. You know how that happens yeah, with the yeah. movie here and there. Yeah. And we're watching them. We're like, yeah, you know, these are like you guys are seeing these things we say all the time. And they're like, we've never heard you say that before. And I'm like, the oh. hell you haven't. <laughs> like, we have definitely <laughs> said things that are in this movie uh-huh. that have been featured. <laughs> um, but yeah. You know, they, they claimed that they'd never heard to say a single line. I'm like, there's at least five lines in this movie that are part of our family's uh-huh. vernacular. But, Common yeah. terminology. Yeah. Right? And I'm having a hard time remembering it now. Um, but I believe you you were both there. Like, you were part of this thing. Yes. So, um, we had recorded um, back at the previous location. And then when... <laughs> went upstairs and Helena and Cassidy were there um, hanging out and everything and we were all talking and everything and I had mentioned something about um, like whenever they build a new building or whatever I just say oh they're putting in a new Orange Julius Mm. you know yeah and we left and Helena's like you have never said that in your life (laughs) and I was like you obviously stopped listening to me years ago because (laughs) I use that line all of the time and she was like, I've never once heard it. And I was like, trust me, I use it at least once a week. Okay. And I probably don't use it that often, yeah. you know, but I definitely once a month at yeah. least, mm-hmm. you know, I know she's heard me say that at least a hundred times. <laughs> um, and she was claiming that I'd never said it. And I just said it to you guys then. So anyways, for about two months after that, I used it about 
every single day. Um, <laughs> like everything we like, you guys remember um, the um, the tornado that hit in Whiteland and took out the uh, oh yeah the, the, the thing yeah. Part? I was like, oh man, they're gonna have to start from scratch on the new Orange Julius. <laughs> <laughs> and like the first time I I I said it. I saw her sort of look over at me and just give me a look. And I was like, she heard, she heard that one, you know? And so I kept doing it and she just refused to acknowledge it that I was saying it. And so I started putting like more and more spin on it. I was like, I'm going to get a reaction out of her. Um, and then for the wildest one, do you have one? I, it may have just been the, the one with the, that was pretty good, the thing. Large yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like a warehouse type thing, yeah. a distribution center. But long story short, you know, eventually, you know, she accused me of gaslighting her. <laughs> She's like, you're only saying that so you could prove that you've always said it. And I was like, but I have always said it. I mean, I've definitely heard you say it on multiple occasions. Thank you. So, Thank yeah. you. Yeah, there there was a few lines. And there were, and granted, they're not lines where they're like some sort of a wild thing. They're just little things where we're like... Uh-huh. Um, like there's a part where she says, "I love Polytechnic School," and we have uh-huh. used a a variation of uh-huh. that, you know, many times in the same yeah. affect that yeah. she, you know, like the same way that, like, you know, excitement in her voice or whatever with yeah. that. And someone put gum in my hat again. That's uh-huh. another one that we use yeah. on a regular basis, just to being like, "Oh, this bad thing happened again." Yeah. Um. And there's like I said, there's at least a walking Wally's walking for us. I know we've said that <laughs> in front of the kids before. Like, I know. And they're like, you've never said anything yeah. from this movie before. <laughs> just tune me um, out. Yeah. But, anyways, well, right. well I'm, I got everything I needed to say has been said. Okay. Do you have anything else? Um, not that I can think of. Okay. Well, I got one more thing. All right. Because um, we were originally supposed to record this on December 23rd. Mm-hmm. And I was feeling kind of bad because I was like, I had a little something for you guys. And I was like, oh, well, I'm going to give it to them and it's going to ruin their Christmas. But at the time, I didn't realize how high that bar was going to be. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, I should have brought my presents for you guys. Yeah, it's fine. So anyways, I have something for the two of you. Thank you very much. much. No worries. Oh, it's the exact same thing. So Okay, so do you want to do three, two, one? Sure. All right, three, two, one. Instantaneous. Oh, awesome. <laughs> the Star Wars Holiday oh, Special. I have so, never seen this. I so was literally it's... talking about this recently. Yeah. So hopefully you can Someone, both... Like, the person I was talking to didn't believe me it existed. Yeah. So hopefully you can both watch it between now and the next time we record, and we can sort of compare notes and talk about B. Arthur's performance in it. Yeah, definitely. I'm uh, very excited about it. And it's probably... I don't know. I live every day like it's life day. <laughs> but it's one of those things that it's... It's not good, um, and it's not even a so bad it's good type thing. Like there are moments, individual moments here and there that it's like, oh, that's so bad it's good. But there are a lot of moments, like eighty five percent of the moments are that's so bad it's bad. <laughs> I'm actually more excited now to see it. But I think it's only like an hour and a half, so you won't suffer too long. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Yes. I'll I'll try to remember mm-hmm. to give you my gift for you on air next week, or not next week, but you know. Yeah, I guess maybe actually would be next week. I turned my around. Ah. Very awesome. Oh, Brent. Brent had a copy of it on his uh, on his, you know, in my Star Wars pile. <laughs> yeah, but he had turned it around so that we wouldn't get spoiled. I didn't. Well, I didn't want you to be like, "Oh, that's awesome! Can I borrow that?" Because then I'd be like, "Nope." <laughs> and then for like an hour, we think you're a yeah. dick before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. That would have had its own charm, though. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, thank you very much. I really appreciate oh, it. No problem. Me no problem. Too. Thank you very much. Enjoy. And Merry Christmas, Happy New Year to both of you. Yeah, you too. You too. Yeah, I think this episode is dropping. Let's see. Um, we got one dropping on the 8th, and then... <laughs> so this one is going to be... Oh, happy birthday to me. Oh. This is dropping on my birthday. You'll be 43? <laughs> I'll be 44. 44? Yep. No, gotcha. 45. 45. I'll be 45. 45. Yeah. Oh, wow. Say, yeah, it's um... getting pretty gross. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, so happy birthday, Alan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody put in the comments, you know, wish Alan a happy birthday when this episode drops. Yeah, point out all of our errors so you can get all those sweet, sweet uh, stickers. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, give me a happy birthday by giving me work. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Charging me for postage. Yeah. So, but, uh, you know what? Postage on me. Okay. I appreciate that. I got that. some stamps if you need some stamps. I think we have some. Well, we have some at the house that we're not currently living in. So. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> But I didn't think the postage came through just fine. Okay. <laughs> so they were it was on the main floor, not the upstairs. Okay. So, anyways. All right. Well, um, to life, to liberty, or to life, to love, <laughs> to, to laughter, to love, to us, something like that. Yep. And to liberty. Yeah, and to liberty. Yep. Happy life day, everybody. <laughs> yep. Stay golden, Coco. Okay. <laughs> hey, thanks so much for downloading today. If you enjoyed that opening, you should definitely check out Ashley Jade on YouTube. She has a bunch of awesome compositions on there. If you want to get in touch, you can email us at Sophia's Choice Podcast at gmail.com. You can also reach us on Twitter at Sophia's Choice PC. We plan to have a new episode out every Monday. If you have a moment, give us a rating on iTunes or wherever else fine podcasts are downloaded. And of course, stay golden. <laughs>